This is Talk Report Upload. A podcast about anything and everything. I'm Steve. And I'm Logan. Let's talk about some stuff. What is up, Steve? What's cracking? How much, man? How you doing? Living the dream, as always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad to hear it. Glad to yeah. hear it. It's been a... Uh, a very interesting sequence of events in the World Cup since you and I last talked. It has. It has. Um, yeah. I don't even remember what we talked about last time if we made predictions. I know both of us <laughs> picked uh, Brazil or you picked Argentina, but then I think when we did our bracket you picked Brazil. I don't remember. Either way, yeah, didn't didn't go the way either. any of us thought it was going to. So no, Or hasn't. It's no. not over yet. But Right. I mean, I know neither one of us picked any of the four teams left to uh, to make it to the final four. So, or make it to to the final. I think both of us had France making it this far. But so, but it'll be an interesting last three games. I am well, four games. I am excited to see how it uh, how it all plays out. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Yeah, I definitely think we'll get an upset at one of the last two. I guess as much as you can consider Croatia being an upset at this point because they just kind of keep winning. So True. I think uh, I'm going with France and Argentina for the final. Um, but I've been wrong about everything else, so who knows. Uh, yeah. But I'm I'm going to go with France and Argentina, and I think France is going to win again. But Yeah. See, at this point, I've got it. It, there does seem to be some uh, truth behind the whole uh, scripted calls. So if Argentina wins, <laughs> well, yeah, enjoy, enjoy the asterisks next to your World Cup victory, I guess. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, at this point, I've got France and, and Croatia taking it. I, I think that Croatia's got enough momentum coming into this. and I mean, they've done it before. I mean, they made it to the final last year, so. No, they didn't. How far did they make it last year? There wasn't a World Cup last year. Or last World Cup. They made it to the final in the last World Cup. And lost to France. You are right. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. I don't know. It'll be an interesting last few matches. I think it'll be fun. But I had another topic that has come up that I wanted to pick your brain about. All topic right. that I know you don't pay as much attention to as I do um, and that'd be in the college football world. Sure. So, have you seen the whole playoff expansion thing? Which one? Uh, there's like four every year. Well, that's really not true, but um, in, I believe it was about two weeks ago, the college football playoff committee did officially ratify that they are going to be expanding to a 12-team uh a playoff for college football starting in the year 2025 I believe um, so this has raised some significant um, arguments uh, some people are saying that it's uh, puts in teams that shouldn't be making it you're getting you know 9-3 uh, you know 10-2 teams teams that they don't think should be there and I can kind of understand that. I, I kind of go back and forth because for me, the, the whole point of a playoff or the whole point of a postseason is to determine who was the best team of the year. And when you're throwing in lower seeds, it obviously dilutes that. That being said, playoffs are way more fun and enjoyable and exciting whenever it, uh, you have those lower teams and you have those big upsets. That, and I just don't think four teams is enough. I think in a college football landscape where you've got a hundred and something teams that can qualify for the college football playoffs, I just don't think four is enough. So I was curious your thoughts. I know, like I said, I know you don't follow quite as much as I do, but I was curious what you thought. I have a couple thoughts okay. uh, based mostly on, we have talked about this before, and I've always been an advocate for the college football playoffs need to be more expansive because frankly as somebody who doesn't avidly watch college football it's boring mm -hmm. and i don't care because you're going to finish the season and up before they did the the uh 
before they did the four-team playoff that they do now, mm-hmm. it was always just like, we're going to pick two teams and that's your national championship. So I was like, this is kind of dumb. And then they introduced the four teams, and I was like, all right, cool, that's a step in the right direction. Needs to be more teams. Um, I, un- I guess I understand people's arguments of it lets in teams that shouldn't be there. Uh, but at the same time, if you're expanding it to, you said 12 teams? Correct. So that theoretically is the top 12 teams in the nation out of a hundred um, and some. Right. But if you do it, like that's kind of the point in a tournament. And first of all, there is absolutely no way to draw an accurate line that will mm-hmm. let in the right number of teams. It doesn't right. exist. You know, it, th- there's no way to do right. that. There will always be. Look at the NCAA basketball. They let mm. in 68 teams now, I think, right? Right. 68 right. with the play-in games. Mm-hmm. So they let in yeah, like 68. 68 teams, and there's always a bubble somewhere. There's always someone right. that was left out, somebody that stayed in. That will always yeah. be there. It doesn't matter. But if exactly. you're letting in the top 12, and there's two teams that quote-unquote shouldn't be there, then they'll lose. Mm-hmm. And then who cares? Yeah. You know? Right. Um my other thought is the, that I have grown to understand a little bit more um, the older I get is a thing that you said is that the playoffs are to determine the best team throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I disagree. That is not what the playoffs are for because okay. the regular season determines who the best team is through the regular season. Mm-hmm. And you can take pretty much any playoffs of any sport mm-hmm. and like how often does the best team from the regular season win the postseason? It does happen, don't get me wrong. LAFC yeah. is a great example. Very true. Um, they just did it in MLS. It does happen, mm-hmm. but look at the World Series. Right. You know? Um, yeah. Was Houston the best team in the regular season? Eh, you can make an argument, but I, I do it, see your point there. I guess it kind of depends on, on what your definition of best team is during the regular season. I think record right. pretty much tells you. What you need no. to know, and by record, no, I don't. I believe uh, the Dodgers had the best record. I think you're right. Yeah. And they got knocked out in their, I believe, their first round that they played in. Yep. So it's you know yep. playoffs. Playoffs are all about who gets hot when it matters. Right. Yeah. So no, I, I I've agree. I've kind of especially the older I get, I start to look at playoffs are different than the regular season, which is why I like the Premier League setup so much. They don't have playoffs. Mm-hmm. You right. just you play the whole season, and then at the end of the season, if you're the best team, you get the trophy. Yeah. And we're done. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I kind of see it both ways, but I definitely think that as far as, you know, teams are going to get in that shouldn't be there, well, then they'll mm-hmm. lose. Right. Or they won't lose, and then you were wrong, and they should have been there. <laughs> yeah. So, not well, you specifically. I, I just meant, like, well, you know, yeah. whoever. And I think the big argument sits, like, you, I mean, you look at, you know, at teams 1 through 12 in the current playoff landscape, you've got teams from. 13 and 0 Georgia, 13 and 0 Michigan, all the way down to we're talking about a 10 and 3 Kansas State that lost their like um, lost their uh, conference championship game or no, they won their conference championship game. My apologies. Um, but I mean you get the point. Like there's just I I do see the point and I mean your point of there's no magic line that separates it that's going to be perfect. Um, and that statement even stands year to year. I mean, we look at the college, you know, the like rankings at the end of the year. There's some year where I can look and I'm like, well, there's 12 teams that could have legitimately made playoff um, resume arguments. And then I look at some years, I'm like, you know, there was two teams that belonged here. Everybody else just got lucky. So that 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 line fluctuates so much even year to year. So yeah, I completely agree with that statement. And I do agree. And the way I look at it at this point is we've we've never had a college uh, football championship expansion and people have been mad about it in the future that's true i mean for the for the longest time there wasn't even a championship game it was just whoever i mean it's kind of whoever has the best season they were the champion and oftentimes there was i mean there was co-champions some years it was stupid um so they expanded to the bcs bcs was better until we expanded to four teams, and four teams was better. So I look at them like every time there's been an expansion, it's always been better. So I'm I'm excited for it. I do like that they did. So they did 12-team format. The top four 
conference champions out of the group of five. So the top five conferences, and I mean, those are always going to be the stationary, but the top four conference champions, so whoever had the best ranking out of those top four of the five, will get an automatic bid, and then six at-large bids. And then the two highest-ranking highest ranked remaining conference champions so that kind of gives you a good mix of you've got your big champions you've got two other conference champions of some smaller um, conferences and then you've got six at-large teams that are going to be you know your teams that lost in the conference championship it still had really good regular seasons you know your notre dames your you know whoever else is going to make a a serious run at it so i like how they did it i think it's going to be really good I'm yeah, excited I, for it. I think it'll be good. I, I mean, yeah. maybe it'll get some more people uh, to watch. I will say I watched more college football this year than I have in the past. That's um, good. And I have checked, you know, rankings more often. And honestly, the biggest reason that I started watching is because Alabama started losing. So <laughs> let's be real. Alabama losing is good for everyone. I um, agree. I agree. And I it's... was excited to see that they are not in the playoffs this year. So that is true. They, they don't have not. a shot to win it. But if you put them in a 12-team thing, could Alabama win it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking right. at the rankings right now. You know, I'm trying to go through the top 12. And I didn't watch a whole lot of football, but just going based off their records and, like, what I know about their programs, I'd, I'd be pretty surprised if K-State won the whole thing. Right. Um, I'd be pretty surprised if Utah won the whole thing. But that's really just because I don't really see them as a football school. But I don't watch college football, so this is coming from somebody who doesn't watch college football. Yeah. Um, but every single other team that are in the top 12, Washington, USC, Clemson, Tennessee, Alabama, Ohio State, TCU, Michigan, Georgia, in that order from mm-hmm. bottom to top, I could see any of them winning. And I don't think it would surprise me if you told me that any of those teams won. Yeah. So... You know, even looking like number 13 is Florida State. That would be another team that I would not be surprised if they could win. You know, now granted they're sitting at 9-3, and three, so that, right. you know, I, I do think record plays into it a little bit, but also the number 24 and the number 25 ranked team are both 11-2. and two. Right. So, you know, who's who's to say that any of this stuff even even matters? That's that's why I think the good that's the good part about having a playoffs, if you're going to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Have the playoffs and let, let you know. Let USC make a run at it, you know, because mm-hmm. yep. I believe, if I remember correctly, I think two weeks ago USC was the number two or three team in the country. Correct, and then they lost in the. Um, they Pac were number championship. Yeah, they were number four, and they lost. Yeah, Pac twelve to Utah. Correct. So, yeah, you know, but that that's that could be more of an argument for why Utah should be allowed in there. They they went in and beat a number four ranked team in the country. Who mm-hmm. was only a one-loss team at that time, and yeah, so yeah, I I think it'd be cool. I if it goes to twelve teams, I would probably watch at least the playoffs, um, and follow mm-hmm. it, and you know, probably fill out a bracket. You know how you and I are with brackets, so <laughs> we do like. Um, plus, I love filling yeah. out a bracket, having absolutely no knowledge of what I'm filling it out, <laughs> and I just I just do it. You know, I've always yeah, enjoyed doing yeah. that. So it's fun. No, I agree. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. We've got. Unfortunately, two more years counting this year of no, sorry, three more years counting this year of fourteen playoffs because it doesn't start till twenty twenty five. So, which is we got a couple more years. I don't, I don't even know what the point is unless there's already TV schedules or something. But even that, the TV schedules for the bowl games, mm-hmm. you just have the bowl game be the final, the semifinals, the quarterfinals, or however far right. you have to go to reach all of your TV schedules. You know, whatever. I don't well that will be that will be how it is the bowl games will be the playoff games yeah I assume that's um, that's how they're gonna do it but I don't, I don't know what the point is m- pushing it out to 2025 like I get not doing it this year because they just decided on it but like why can't yeah. that start next year yeah and I think that there's something about contracts with the with the bowl games and and all the sponsors and everything how that all works what I'm assuming it is is that um, um, that the the, they're going to want more money from the sponsors because it's playoff games yeah. and so they're not getting enough money for that. I am reading here that part of it is the Rose Bowl was a big part of it which I mean you know the Rose Bowl like they have their own stadium like it's, it's kind of a huge deal. 
Um, They wanted assurances from college football leadership that its game will continue to be played at 5 p.m. Eastern on New Year's Day in an exclusive broadcast window. Um, And so that is the only way they're going to allow the game to continue is if they are being played on their time slot in an exclusive window. So I'm sure it's just silly stuff like that. I'm sure there's more from the other bowls. and yeah. It's all money. Yeah, I say it's, money's in contracts. it's all money. Money is yeah. money's king. Yep. All right, Steve. So I guess let's go ahead and move on to kind of the the meat of the conversation today. Sure. Today's a fun one for me because you have no idea what we're talking about. Nope. I was going to say I have no way to transition into this because this is uh, one of the few where uh, I have done no preparation because I was instructed to do so. Uh, I am particularly, I will say, excited for this because when we discussed starting this podcast... This was one of the things we talked about doing was sometimes I want to have episodes where the other person doesn't even know mm-hmm. what we're talking about. And we haven't Correct. done one yet. So when you when yeah. you approached me with that, I was like, 100% we need to do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I have some topics that I'll probably throw towards you, you know, eventually. So I'm, Perfect. I'm glad that we are, uh, in fact, starting this off. So I'm excited to see what you have for me. Yeah. And I'm very excited because this isn't about sports or video games or movies it's kind of about tv shows but not really so i'm counting it as like a whole new topic okay um credit where credit's due this was not solely my idea um i did take inspiration from another podcast um so matt whitman from smarter every day i know that we've talked about them on the podcast i know steve um, has tried listening to them. I appreciate the effort. Um, but Smarter they Every Day I've listened to. Yeah, but you didn't like it. No, that's the other one. Oh, sorry. No Dumb Questions, not Smarter Every Day. Smarter Every oh. Day is the YouTube channel. Gotcha. Okay, no I was like, no, I've watched Smarter Every Day. I like that one. It was, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, it was the other one that I didn't like as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Dumb Questions, sorry. Um, so Matt Whitman from No Dumb Questions, he was the original inspiration for this idea, so credit where credit's due. That being said, Steve, are you into uh, survivalist TV shows? Are you referring to, like, Survivor or, like, Bear Grylls? I know you're into Survivor. Um, I, I, like know, I know you know that. That's why I was yeah, like, I don't yeah. know why you're asking me that. Um, but, no, like Bear Grylls-style shows. Uh, I would say I don't go out of my way to watch them, but I do enjoy watching them when I do watch them. Okay. Have you ever seen the show Alone? I believe so. Okay. I believe it's done by History Channel, and I think it's on it's it's on like Netflix, it's on a bunch of them. Right. Um, I have actually recently started watching this even before the podcast episode that inspired this came out. So it was kind of a very interesting, because I would already kind of wondered this stuff, and then they started talking about it. I was like, perfect. So alone, the concept is, is not new, but it's basically there are 10 men that are put well, 10 people, sorry. Um, the season that I'm on right now is only guys, so they keep saying 10 men. So um, okay. there are nine, 10 people that are put on a out in the wilderness where they are completely and truly alone. Okay. There are no cameramen. There are no other people there. Um, there are, like, monthly health checks, I believe, where somebody comes, just makes sure that they're not, like, going to die. But other than that, they are left completely and truly alone. Um, and the pure objective is just to survive as long as possible. Now, they kind of dump you in random places, um, but usually they're foresty in nature. Um, Canada is one that they really um, use a lot of, where you get lots of extreme biomes. You get heat, you get cold, you get rainy. Um, you kind of get all of those things. And it's just purely on you to battle everything that's involved with severe isolation, not just the you know can you you know survive on food you know food and water there is the can you survive on shelter can you you know survive on not talking to anybody not interacting with anybody without your friends or your family all of the elements that come with that because this goes for months um usually the winner has to survive around 100 days so it goes for an incredibly it goes for a long time um and what I also really enjoy about it is um, the gear that is sent with them. And 
this is kind of where the conversation really gets good. So, Steve, I am sending you an email that has just been sent. Um, this is the participant gear list. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly read through this list, but I wanted to give it to you so you didn't have to try to write it down. Okay. Um, but I'm going to read through this list real quick. And I want to see, A, what you think you would take off of this list. So what do you think are the most important items? And B, how do you think you would fare on the show? Uh, and kind of what would your priorities be? What would you start? Like, what's day one? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? Um, so we're going to start. Now, this, the list comes with some basic gimme items. These are the ones that everybody gets no matter what. Um, and this is basically clothing items. So one pair of high leg hunting boots, one pair of waterproof Arctic winter boots, a t-shirt, a fleece or wool shirt, two wool fleece or cotton sweaters, six pairs of socks, which I think is vitally important, um, two hats, two buffs or neck gaiters, um, one um, shimaga or scarf, uh, four pairs of gloves, two pairs of underwear briefs, one insulated parka style jacket, two pairs of outdoor pants or bibs, one pair of fully insulated or waterproof winter pants or bibs, one waterproof uninsulated shell or jacket, two pairs of thermal underwear, one pair of gaiters, one leather belt, one toothbrush, one pair of eyeglasses, and one personal photograph. So those are your gimmies. Everybody gets those items. Now this is where it gets good. Um, so there's a list of 40-ish items, I think it is, 40 or 50, something like that, um, that you get to choose from. So the first section of items is shelter. In the shelter category, we've got a 12 by 12 ground cloth or tarp, a eight millimeter climbing rope, you get 10 meters of that, um, 550 paracord, you get 80 meters of that, um, and then three millimeter cotton cord, you get 40 meters of that. Next section, you get bedding. There is a multi-seasonal sleeping bag, a uh, bivy bag, which is, uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's those uh, like metal-looking blankets that firefighters give to people whenever they're super cold. Uh, I think they're really insulating. They're supposed to help keep people warm. Uh, we've got one sleeping pad and then one hammock. Next up in the cooking section, we've got one large pot, one steel frying pan, one flint or ferro rod set with a striker, one enamel bowl for eating, one spoon, and then one canteen or water bottle. Uh, hygiene, we've got a standard bar of soap, an eight ounce tube of toothpaste, one face flannel, a 40 millimeter roll of dental floss, uh, one small bottle of bio shower soap, shaving razor, towel, and comb. Um, now it is going to be probably the biggest section to pick from is going to be the hunting. Um, the first one is basically a fishing kit. Um, it comes with a bunch of fishing line along with weight tests and then a bunch of uh, um, barbless hooks. Uh, one primitive bow, either recurve or longbow with nine arrows. A small gauge gill net, gill net, a slingshot or catapult along with 30 steel ball bearings. One net foraging bag. Um, and then two pounds of either 2021 or 22 gauge stainless steel or brass trapping snare wire. Uh, and then lastly is three pounds of one solid block of salt, which is a lot of salt. Um, next is the food section. Now this one is a little different because you can only take two items from the food section. You can't take uh, any more than two. Uh, you can take two pounds of beef jerky two pounds of dried um, legumes or lentils, two pounds of um, biltong, two pounds of hardtack military biscuits, two pounds of chocolate, uh, two pounds of gorp, which is a, uh, I think it's like a heavily concentrated caloric um, substance. I don't even know how to describe it. Um, from what I understand, I think it just tastes like cement, um, but it's very nutritious. Uh, two pounds of flour, or a combination of two-thirds pound of rice, two-third pound of sugar, and two-third pound of salt. And then the last section is tools. 
tools, you've got a uh, pocket knife, hunting knife, a Leatherman multi-tool or similar, sharpening stone, one roll of duct tape, a small shovel, small sewing kit, carabiner, an LED flashlight, one pair of ice spikes, one scotch-eyed auger, um, two hand or a one two-handed draw knife, one hatchet, one saw, and finally one axe. So that is it. That's everything. That's the entire list. Now, what I want from you is I want to see what you think are the top ten. What are the ten items that you're taking on this trip? Now, just to set the scene, let's say that you're going to be in the um, Canadian rainforest, um, so kind of that western side of Canada, um, kind of near the coast. So it's it gets mildly tropic, but then it also gets very, very bitterly cold. It's rainy. It's rains pretty much the entire time and when winter hits it's going to be bitterly cold so just kind of set the landscape for you so all that being said what are you taking so let me get a couple things uh right here please just to make sure that i understand what we're talking about here okay so i'm looking over this list that you sent me Mm -hmm. so this clothing apparel personal effects i get all of these things correct okay those are your, in uh, Wheel of Fortune, your RSTLNEs. Right. Everybody gets them. Those are your gimmies. Okay. Okay. So I get all those yeah. things, so I don't need to pick from that list. Correct. Okay. Uh, ten item selection list. So I get to pick ten items, mm-hmm. and these are just broken down into categories. But I get ten of these. Right. You can get, but you can take all ten from the... Uh, the hunting category if you want they're okay. just broken down into categories to help you look at them gotcha except for food i only get two and is that two food items on top of the 10 or is that part of my 10 that is part of your 10 cool same with tools um i don't believe there's any restriction on tools well i just meant there's a list of tools like so our tools that's part of the 10 that is part of the 10 yes. gotcha okay i just wanted to yep. make sure there wasn't like a yep. section in here that's like well this is separate from the 10 no no Anything below the um, the like clothing apparel apparel section sure. is part of your ten. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So, what did you want to know first? What ten I'm taking? Yeah. What are you taking? Um, a few things that uh, I remember from various different things uh, mm-hmm. throughout my life. Okay. Um, a bivy bag is a sleeping bag that has like a little thing that goes above your head that you can zip closed. So it's Is that what that is? So it's kind of like a tent sort of, but like it's a sleeping bag with like a little tent oh. that goes over your head so you can yep. zip it closed, um kind of keeps you the are, water and the bugs off of you. Yeah, you are absolutely right. I was incorrect in my assumption. Not a, not not a big deal. Those are the only reason I know that is from uh being in law enforcement. <laughs> sure. Um what was the other one? There was another one on there that we talked about. Uh, oh, uh, Gorp. Yes. I'm relatively certain Gorp is trail mix. Is it's, it really? Yeah, I think it's like I think it's like berries and nuts and stuff kind of all mixed together. I think, um, if I remember correctly, I believe that's what it is. I believe you're right. Now that I'm I'm googling, I really should have googled this before. I just kind of <laughs> thought I knew what Gorp was. No, that's okay. I, I mean, it's... honestly, like if you had just told me. If I didn't know and you told me that, I'd be like, well, yeah, what else would you call cement? (laughs) Like, it doesn't taste like anything. It's disgusting, but it's super nutritional. Yeah, Gorp. That's a great name for it. So So you are right. It is um, short for trail mix, um, and it stands for good old raisins and peanuts. Okay. I was going to say, it obviously stands for something because it's capitalized. I don't know what it stands for, but good old raisins and peanuts. Okay. I thought it was like a... Like a caloric, like, uh, I I must be mixing up stuff. So, ignore me. I have no idea what I'm talking about, apparently. So, all good. Those are the only ones that I was like, oh, I think I know what those are. There, there (laughs) may be, I'll scroll back through. There may be a few in here that I'm like, I don't know what that is, but yeah. Okay. So, I got to take 10. Yes. So, let's, let's go section by section here. Um, I'm going to go, we'll we'll just go through each section. You tell me what you think you're taking, what you're not taking. Okay. Yeah, let me, uh, I was going to say, let me get a pen and a piece of paper out here. 
Yep. Because uh, that's gonna that's gonna be helpful because I can only scroll so much, and uh, yeah. I'm sure you guys will hear me getting a pen and paper out. But I don't really care because <laughs> this is Logan's fault. He didn't tell me to have a pen and paper ready to go. <laughs> so, um, all right. So all right. shelter. Okay, I get ten items. Let me number this: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine and of course I didn't leave enough space, so ten goes right on the very edge of the paper. <laughs> All right. Okay, you said Canadian rainforest rains mm -hmm. pretty much every day. Uh, yeah. Summer it is still warm or hot. Um, summer is tropically warm. Okay. So it only gets to like sixty degrees. I was gonna say, can you give me a temperature? It's like humid, humid, humid. And like Missouri winter, humid. Uh, more than Missouri. Okay. Because it, it, it rains yeah, I, every day. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, and then in the winter, it gets comfortably to zero every night. Um, and let's say you're getting... Let's actually... Let's say you're getting dropped in middle of fall. So, like, uh, right September. Winter. Okay. Yeah. So, winter's so, about to hit, but it's relatively comfortable... Correct. Temperature-wise, it's still decently comfortable. Okay. So shelter. Is there anything in shelter that you're taking? Because we've got that 12 by 12 tarp, the climbing rope, paracord, and then 3 millimeter cotton cord. I think... Um... I think I'm gonna probably look at the uh, tarp. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna briefly write that one down. Okay. Uh, that that would that may be something that comes off the list at some point, but sure, out of that sure, list, sure. I'm looking at tarp. Probably one okay. thing. I don't really care about rope because I can make rope. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. And paracord. Plus, once that breaks, it's just you know now it's gone. You do get. 80 meters of paracord. Oh, I was just talking about like rope and rope and paracord oh, in sure, general. Sure. Like once it breaks, it's just gone. That's true. Um, yeah. Maybe the paracord, but I think I'll just write down tarp for there. I can always come back to it. Okay. All right. So bedding. We've got the multi-seasonal sleeping bag, bivy bag, sleeping pad, and then a hammock. Yeah, definitely the multi-seasonal sleeping bag. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be vital in the winter. Yeah. I do not see you surviving without a sleeping bag. Not in the winter. No, definitely not. Um, that's what I like about the sleeping bag would be uh, in the winter, like, that'll help keep you warm. Uh, mm -hmm. But in the summer, like, you don't have to use it. That's kind of the good thing about this stuff is you don't have to use yep. it. You know, you can sleep mm -hmm. on top of your sleeping bag if it's real hot. So Yeah. And I believe that multi-seasonal, I think that usually means it comes in layers yeah like that, unzippable that's what, layers that's what i'm assuming is it has different yeah. layers that you can unzip that's another reason why yeah. i would take it so yep um sure. that one is definitely going on my list that one's not coming off yeah um any of the others not off the, not right now okay yep all right cooking so we've got one large pot a steel frying pan uh a flint or ferro rod set with a standard size striker one enamel bowl for eating, one spoon, and one canteen or water bottle. Uh, canteen for sure. Yep. In fact, yep. I'm a little surprised that's not just on the list of things that you get. <laughs> just because, like, like yeah. I know it's a show and everything, but, like, you know. You die without water, me. so. Right, right, right. I would think they would give you a canteen, but I'm actually just looking through real quick here again to see if they give you anything that's kind of like a canteen. It does not look like it. So, so. yeah, I think uh, it's yeah. all just clothing. Yeah. Okay. So and yeah, then... uh, canteen for sure. Okay. Um. Actually, I could be. If you could make a canteen. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna write it down. We'll put a question mark next to it, and we'll kind of come back okay. and narrow it down. This may be a process. Okay. Sure. Um. Let's see. Man, that's kind of hard. It is. Uh, I think I'm taking a large pot. Okay. 
I don't need the frying pan. I can use the pot. Okay. So yeah, what I think up? just those. Okay. I don't need a bowl. I don't need a spoon. Uh, you can make fire without flint. Mm -hmm. So okay. yeah, I think that's it for there. Okay. Hygiene. Got a bar of soap, tube of toothpaste, one face flannel, uh, dental floss, bio shower soap, shaving razor, towel, and comb. Um, now, do you know, or is there any rule on, does the shaving razor have to be used specifically for shaving? I don't believe so. Okay. I think you can use whatever you bring for whatever you want to use it for. I mean, I've seen, I mean, you know, they're, they're sending a bunch of camera gear with them because they have to film it all themselves. Um, I've seen people use the Pelican cases that the cameras come in. Okay, cool. That answers that. stuff. So. Um, actually, uh, I might come back to it, but I'm not taking anything out of this group. Okay. All right. Especially if I'm by um, myself. Why do I care if I smell good? Exactly. Uh, next big one, hunting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in Canada in a rainforest. Correct. Do I am I told ahead of time if there's any lakes or anything like that? Um as far as I'm aware you have no idea. Okay. You are told where to go and you I believe you're told general area, but and even every candidate every, you know, participant it gets wildly different start areas. Sure. Um, you know, some people will end up with a creek that runs through their their camp, like their area where they can get fresh water. Um, some guys get absolutely nothing. So it's very random what you get. Okay. Um, two more questions I have. One, am I required to get from a point A to a point B, or is it just survive here as long as you can, and whenever you're ready to tap out, you tap out? Just survive, and whenever you make it as long as you can. Okay. Um, that helps because that does change some of the stuff that I would bring. Yeah. Um, and then, am I told ahead of time roughly where I'm going? Um, I think you're given general idea of where you're going as far as like you know Canada, you know Canada, like Victoria Islands, I, I, you know basic stuff like that. But I don't think you're okay. given like here's your coordinates that you're going to that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I assume probably not that, but I mean like I would know. I'm going to like a Canada rainforest kind of thing yeah. versus I'm going to a desert or something like that. Correct. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I would be able to do some research beforehand and know mm -hmm. if this area has a lake even mm -hmm. that would help, you know, like I'm not going to bring a bunch of fishing stuff if I know that there's no fishing. Right. Exactly. Yep. Um, okay. So I am probably taking, Probably taking Hmm. Yeah, this is really hard. <laughs> it is. Especially we're talking about life or death here. Well, probably prob not life or death, but we're we're talking about half a million dollars here. Right. I'm probably taking I'm gonna write down the trapping wire. Okay. The salt. Hmm. I think that's it for right now. I might come back to that one. Okay. In fact, that's probably where I will come back to first. Okay. But I want to. I want to get down to the tools and look and see what kind of stuff I would take from there first. For sure. Yeah. Um, uh, food. Are you taking anything from food? Not from first look. No, I don't think so. Okay. It's a very interesting list of stuff. Right, and especially because like, you're only getting two pounds. Right, which I realized because the the initial thought is, well, I only get two pounds. It's going to be gone really quickly anyway. Mm -hmm. The whole point yeah. in taking this food is to give you some food while you're getting stuff set up, because right. no one's no one's going to land in the forest and kill a deer twenty minutes later. Exactly, it's right. just not exactly. going to happen. Yep. Um, so this is to try to help tie you over mm -hmm. until um, until you can, you know. Well, kill not something. die. Yeah, until you can yeah. kill something. But yeah. I think I would do enough uh, research to know, like, plants and stuff that I can eat. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So that I would, I would feel good enough that I can get at least a little bit of food until I can get everything set up. Yeah. So I think I'm skipping okay. food for now. 
All right. Awesome. Okay. All right. And last section and the, probably the biggest one, tools. Yeah. So I'm taking my hunting knife. Okay. Um, and I assume there's probably, we don't need to get into it, but I assume there's, uh, like, rules behind what kind of hunting knife you can take. And all that Correct. Stuff. Yeah. There's, there's particulars and, um, I think the way you do it, like, you can buy your own stuff. You can bring your own stuff. Right, just but I mean, I'm sure there's, like, links. It can only be so long. It can only be so Right. You know, yeah, yes. I'm sure, there's, I'm sure there's rules to that. So, okay, so I'm taking that. I'm taking... I would take an axe. Okay. Also, I assume once I have my list, you're going to have me explain all these, right? Um, yeah, maybe a little bit. Okay. Or if there's any ones where you're like, why would you take this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. See, it's kind of hard. Some of these I don't really know what they are, but. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the sewing kit. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. So I've got one more spot open. I would okay. say, are you still at nine? Yeah, I'm at nine. Um, right. So yeah, then give me back up to hunting, and I'll take mm -hmm. the fishing stuff. I'm just gonna write fishing stuff. Perfect. Uh, I don't want to write all that stuff, but yeah, I'll take the uh, single filament fishing line weight test. Yeah. Uh, and then barbels hooks. I'll take that stuff. Okay. All right. So let's recap your list. What do you got? So I've got. Oh uh, yeah. Also, I'm gonna go back through here and see if I want to switch anything out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. So I think, nope, I think, I think I'm probably taking all of these things, except for I guess I could, yeah, I'm going to switch out canteen. I don't, I don't want the canteen, more I okay. think about it. Okay. And I'm going to switch that for, I think I'm going to switch that. Uh, so this LED flashlight, is it battery powered, I assume? I would assume so, yes. Or is it like one of the solar wind-up ones? Um, Although it doesn't it, specify, so I suppose I could buy doesn't. my own. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to write LED flashlight. Okay. Um, and I'm going to buy my own of one of those. And okay. Yeah, I think that's probably what I'm taking. Okay. So let's recap cool. your list. What, what all you bring in? So, uh, first thing is a tarp. Second thing, multi-seasonal sleeping bag. Uh, third thing is LED flashlight. Fourth, a large pot. Fifth, the trapping wire. Sixth is salt. Uh, seventh is hunting knife. Eighth is an axe. Uh, ninth is a sewing kit. And tenth is the fishing stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what I'm Very doing. good. So, I want to give you my list. Okay. And then let's compare so, right. ours are decently similar. Shock. We've got a few changes. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to write yours down because yeah. since there's 10, it'll be harder for me to remember everything. So. Sure. 9, 10. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, I'm bringing the uh, the tarp. Okay. Um, I am bringing the paracord. Okay. Um, the multi-seasonal sleeping bag. One large pot. Uh, the canteen or water bottle. Um, I am bringing the flint or ferro rod. Okay. I am bringing the primitive recurve or longbow with nine arrows, as well as the fishing kit. I am bringing the rice, sugar, salt combo pack, and then I am bringing a hatchet. Okay. And that's it. That's my ten. Interesting. So, I am very surprised to hear you say you're not bringing the flint or fair rod. Okay. Now, I want to say this. Um, we're talking about the rainforest. Every piece of wood you're going to find is going to be so damp to its core. That's true. That I think, well, I mean, I think I, you know, I watch it in every episode I've watched. Making fire without flint in that environment is hard. 
True. And so for me, I think if I'm not bringing something that can easily make fire, I'm going to waste so much energy making fire, especially if we're talking about, you know, a, you know, rubbing sticks on wood. I just don't, I don't see you getting your return on all that energy you spent having to remake the, you know, make the fire. And especially if it goes out, you got to make it again. I just don't see it happening. Like that's, that's a lot of work for fire. That's true. And for something so vital to survival, I just think you, you got to have it. That's true. Um, I will say that's why I got the flashlight. So I, okay. I can, I can make fire with, uh, you can make fire without flint, but that's in the true. event that making the fire without the flint is not working, my mm-hmm. flashlight has a battery in it. Yeah. And I have other things that are metal or metal related. Mm-hmm. So making mm-hmm. a spark would not be very hard. But right. the LED flashlight is dual purpose because it works as a flashlight also. Sure. Um, yeah. And there's a whole bunch of different things you can do with a with an LED yeah. flashlight. So. So. Also, flint runs out. It does. Very true. So. It does. So let me ask you this: um, Day one, they stick you on the land and they they t- they sail off. What's the first thing you're doing? What's well, your priority? Before we do that, we should probably okay keep going through our lists and if there's anything oh. else that you're confused about but then we'll because that kind of changes our yeah, yeah. okay so sure sure because sure. yeah. i'm because i'm curious about a few things from your list too okay please so um well i guess yeah first of all is there anything else on my list that you were like what um not not super surprising um i'm did you land on the trapping wire yep I am surprised to hear the trapping wire, especially okay. over the bow. Okay. Um, in my mind, I'm thinking with a bow, it's going to be a lot lower success rate than it is with trapping wire. Trapping wire, you'll get a lot more success with smaller game. But if you can hit one deer, if you if you win the jackpot and you can get a single deer, that can last you a really, really long time. Especially uh, if you have salt to retain the meat. That's I was just going to say is, well, that would last me a long time because I took three pounds of salt. You only <laughs> have like a third of a pound of salt. I do so only have two that's, thirds of That deer is not going to last you that long. Well, two thirds of a pound of salt is, is a decent amount of salt still. That's well, lasting me a while. That's true, but I, I don't think that would last you one whole deer. You don't think so? No, because you have to completely coat the meat in salt in order for it to not right. go bad. You can't That's have any. True. You can't have any parts of the deer that are covered that are uncovered. That's true. So I took the trapping okay. wire because I'm not gonna try to kill a deer <laughs> because mm. I can't uh-huh. eat all of it. Like I want, yeah. I want smaller stuff anyway because it's just me. I'm just feeding me. That's true. And if I can eat all of it at one go, mm-hmm. then this stuff doesn't have. I don't have to worry about it going, going bad because I ate all of it. Yeah. Um, so that's why I took the trapping wire because, like what you said, it, it's easier. I just have to yeah. set trapping wire in different areas, and then that's I have true. a knife so I can go kill whatever. Mm-hmm. So I can go kill whatever I, whatever I get, and then I will still have salt to preserve some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have to necessarily preserve everything because I'll probably just eat what I what I kill. I'll probably want to keep some stuff because it's not like I'm going to kill something every single day. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I could. Mm-hmm. And like. You know, um, assuming I don't care what I eat, which the longer I'm there, the less I'm going to care about what I eat. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. You know, I just need to eat what I eat what I can. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. That's and I'm taking a large pot because I can also use that as a skillet. Probably the same reason Correct. you took the large pot. Yep. Um, and I mean, for, you got to have some way to make your water clean. You got to have to. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. The pot's so versatile. I yep. think you have to. You have to have something like that. But anything else on my list that you were confused by? I don't think so. I mean, everything else seems makes sense. I mean, a little bit different direction on some of it, but sure. nothing nothing major. One that I thought you would be confused by is the sewing kit. I'm curious if you know why I picked the sewing kit. Um, I honestly forgot you took the sewing kit, so no, I don't know why you took the sewing kit. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I was like, I really figured you'd be a co- mostly because when I said sewing kit, you were like, oh, alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was surprised by the sewing kit. Um, 
I'm taking the sewing kit so that if I fillet my arm open, I can sew it back shut mm. without yeah, losing good. my entire arm. Yeah, that is good. Honestly, that's the only reason I think I would need the sewing kit, really, is mm-hmm. to be able to fix myself if I, you know, because that's yeah. a reason that these kind of people get taken out. Now, I realize you did say that there's some medical staff that are there to make sure that you're not going to, like, die, die. Right. But I assume if I am to that point, they're probably going to pull me and not let me stay. Correct. So, so medical staff is there. They just do the medical check. Yeah. If you need any treatment whatsoever, they you have to tap out. That's right. that's your game. Yeah, that's. I feel um, like I would be... I would want the sewing kit so that way if I cut my arm open, I can sew mm-hmm. it back shut and I don't have to have treatment for that. Assuming okay. I can keep it clean and, right. and uh, infection-free. But if I can't, that's... I mean... Whether I have a sewing kit or not, if it gets infected, I, that's that's beyond yeah. me anyway. So yeah, you're still done. But at least if I can keep it closed by sewing it mm-hmm. back together, then you know that's something I'd be able to hopefully do. Um, yeah, okay, I did I, change. I did change one of mine. I you did just convince me that instead of doing the rice, sugar, salt, I am doing just the three pounds of cool. uh, salt. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, the only one that I, I almost took that one because of the rice, because mm-hmm. I'm like that I can stretch rice for a while, and that is yeah. That would give you some food, but I'm like, I don't need yeah. sugar. I don't really care about sugar that much, right? Uh, unless there's just something about sugar that we're clearly not thinking of, because you know, yeah. you and I don't live in the woods ever, so yeah. that's probably the case. But um, yeah, yeah, I would rather have more salt so I can preserve stuff longer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all right. Um, one thing I think you didn't. I don't know if you intentionally did this, but I think one thing you stumbled upon um, with the flashlight. One thing that gets a good number of candidates, there's, I mean, there's usually two or three participants that tap out within several days. Um, one thing that you have to be okay with is you have to be okay with the noises of the forest. Um, the the wolves howling, the the creaking, the leaves, the branches snapping. You have to be okay with all of that because if you're not it's going to drive you insane into the to the point where you're tapping out very very quickly and i think an led flashlight could potentially help out with that a lot just having a bit more comfortability with what's around you i think can make a big difference especially in those first few days or even first few weeks when you're still adapting to living in the middle of the forest yep um so I think that could be a, a big thing. Yeah. Honestly, if I if I'm being truly honest with myself, that's probably what's gonna get me if I if I'm gonna tap out quickly, it's gonna be the unease of everything around me. Not knowing what's there, the wolves, the bears, the coyotes, whatever's there, just not knowing. That's probably what's gonna get me in trouble the most. Yeah, I think if I can get past those first few days, I think I'd stand a decent chance. But I just got to get past that initial burst of fear. And then once I get past that, I think I'd be okay. But the one question I have for you before we move on. Sure. The one um, item in the, like, the the gimme sections Mm -hmm. that you see people often rejecting Mm -hmm. is the one personal photograph. Yeah, I was just thinking I I wouldn't. If I I had to get rid of things, I I don't need the... I don't need the personal photograph. I'll keep everything else. But I would agree that I don't think I'd take the photograph. The psychology, you know, the psychological game is a big part of the game. You know, the ability to survive a hundred days, not seeing your friends, your family, or anyone. I think the photo is going to make it worse. Yep, I think the photo would ultimately make it worse. Also, I I think about this a lot with, as we talked about earlier, I like Survivor a lot, so I think about Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff a lot. And, uh, you know, my wife and I have talked about stuff like that. Like, you know, if you get in a situation where it's family day and you won the thing, are you going to give that up? I'm like, yeah, chances are I'm probably giving it up because, like, I love my wife to death, don't get me wrong, but I can go 39 days without seeing her. I, I just can you know, yeah. that's I, I don't I don't have to have me personally, and I a lot of people are different, and I don't think about people differently for thinking about this a different way. But like, yeah, and and also I've never done anything like this, so being mm-hmm. out there could very likely change. Yeah, um, being out on this like a lone show or Survivor, anything like that, could very likely yeah. change my mentality. But thinking mm-hmm. about it here, I don't think like 
you know, if I if I were to go on Survivor, for example, I'm going to do everything I can for the advantage in the game. If that means giving up my letter from home, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm only gone for 39 days. You know, well, 45 with travel and and making sure. sure you don't die when you get off the island, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. I'm not gone that long. Not, not that mm-hmm. much is going to happen in 39 yeah. days that's going to affect my life a whole lot. You know, and if mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, if there is like huge stuff that happens, I can't do anything about it anyway. Yeah, exactly. you know, like I can't. Yeah. I can't do anything, you know. If there's a like another 9/11 or something while I'm out on an island, what mm-hmm. am I gonna do? Like, I, I don't yeah. care to know about it. What am I gonna do? That's fair. That's so fair. we talk about that a lot. Uh, so I think mm-hmm. in this case it'd be the same thing. I wouldn't want to see the picture in case it did start to mm-hmm. bother me. Um, but also, I just like if they were like, okay, there's one thing in here you have to get rid of. That hands down, like a you know a t-shirt, uh, some sweaters, an extra hat you know an extra pair of gloves all those things are going to help me live yeah you know a personal photograph i think there's just more negative than there is positive to it so i'm probably not taking that if i don't have i mean if i can sure but honestly the more i think about it i probably would just not bring it because i don't right i don't well that's the thing like these are all give me like i'm not saying if they try to take one away from you i'm saying you have the choice are you going to take it yeah and for me i just i don't think i would i think that'd make it worse I think if I did take a personal photograph, it wouldn't be of a person. Mm. Like, if I took a personal photograph, honest to God, the first thing that pops into my head would be, like, a picture of, like, a sporting logo. Or, like, a Chiefs <laughs> logo or something. Just so I can, like, okay. hang it up and be, like... Because that's, like, that's some of my personality, and that would help keep yeah. me grounded as, like, a person. Interesting. You know, in my, in my little hut that I build, I've still got... I've still got my Chiefs mm-hmm. logo hanging up in this thing, you know, like, something stupid yeah. like that. But I think that would help. That would help me a lot more than, yeah. Because it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, Chiefs logo, man, I miss that. You know, I would, but it's not like I miss my person kind of thing. That's yeah. a lot different. Yeah. So That's yeah, I, I would. I throw a logo up there just to have a little bit of personality and remind me like who I am kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I haven't seen the whole show, so I don't know, but I'd have to imagine you'd be the first one to do that. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. We've used a decent amount of time, so I don't want to keep going too long. But what are day one? What's your first priority? What are you really trying to do when you get there? How how are you trying to set yourself up for success? Uh, Fire, shelter, water. In that order? No. Okay. Uh, Water first. Okay. I'm trying to find where my water is. So I think when I first get there, I'm going to try to find uh, where my water is. Okay. Whether it's I actually get lucky and have a freshwater source or I don't, but at least I know where my water is. Yeah. Then I'm going to scout out where to put my shelter that's, you know, a safe distance from my water. Yeah. So that I don't have to go, like, super far, but, like, I know, and I know that path. I know how to get to water. Right. Um, then I'm probably working on fire. Um, and then I'm probably doing shelter because if I don't get to shelter by the end of the day, I can do that on day two. Yeah. But I okay. want to know. I want to know where my water is. Probably get some water and get a fire mm-hmm. going, so I can at least have yeah. water to drink for the next mm-hmm. day. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, a part of the reason that I bring I'm bringing the tarp is I have day one. I'm at least making a pitch tent. Yeah. Stringing paracord over two trees. I'm throwing you know the tarp over. I have at least the bare basic shelter. Yep. Um, so for I'm I'm pretty similar. Um, water is probably going to be the first thing I'm trying to source out. Um, finding, I think it's going to go. Yeah, you know, I'm probably going to be actually the exact same. I'm going to go water. Um, finding where I'm going to be camping. Find my campsite and then fire and get get to the point where I can hopefully be drinking potable water by the end of day one. Yep. You really you really don't want to be getting to that day two without water because that's no. when it starts becoming a problem. Yep. So. All right. Very cool. So how long do you think you're surviving? I was going to say I have the last part of this would be uh, how long we each think we're going to go. Yeah. I would say. Um. I think I would survive. So, also, I think we should uh, say that, like, this is assuming that we are, like, 
in good health and all that kind of stuff. So we're not right. Like we're not having to deal with you know mm-hmm. any yeah. extra kind of stuff. Like obviously yeah. we're not going to go on this show if like you have appendicitis. You know, yeah, like you have appendicitis or like well I can only right. chicken right now. I can't do yeah. anything but chicken. <laughs> Everything else makes yeah. me sick. Like yeah, I'm not going to exactly. go on the show because I'm going to eat rabbit and you know whatever a random <laughs> animal I can find. Right. Exactly. But assuming all that stuff, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I I think I would last like a decent amount of time. I don't I don't necessarily know that I would win because I'm sure there's people out there that like you know, they go camping all the time, right? You know they do this stuff all the time and they're mm-hmm. very they're very like knowledgeable about that kind of stuff. And I yep. I have like common sense which I think would help me, mm-hmm. um, but I don't like I don't have a whole lot of you know camping knowledge and like mm-hmm. knowledge like real camping, not like you know. Yeah, I, I can I can park and live in an RV for a week with the best of them, but I'm not talking about that. Like exactly, you know. yeah, um, no real real camping. So I think like assuming that I could get my bearings and like you know figure out the shelter, I'm not really worried about me being able to build a shelter because again, I would I would make sure I research that and know how to do it before I get out there. I would yeah. research the area and know what plants I can and cannot eat. Mm-hmm. Um, a vague area, be it, but you know I'm going to make right. sure I at least know that's poisonous. Don't eat that. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And I think I'm disciplined enough to do those kind of things. So I, I'd mm-hmm. say as long as I can figure it out, I think the hardest thing with those shows is the mentality yeah, and being right. able to get over your own mental thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'd be okay with that because yeah. of, you know, stuff that I've done in my life and jobs that I've had. I think I would be – I think I'd be decent at it. And the kind of stuff that bothers most people I don't think would bother me. Again, who knows? Maybe I get out there and I'm completely wrong, but <laughs> – just thinking about it, I, I don't think the stuff that bothers people mostly in these kind of shows would bother me as much. Right. So, For me, I think I'm either tapping out in the middle of the first night or I'm making it 30 days. Um, I think if I can get over those those fears of the unknown, of not, uh, not knowing what's out there, the uncomfortableness of that, I think I stand a, a decent chance at making it a while. Um, like you said, I don't think I'm winning at all. I think guys that are way more comfortable in, in these environments can do it way better than me. Um, and also, I'm, I'm I like my bed way too much. <laughs> I I love my bed, so I think I could do 30 days. Like, especially if there was, I mean, obviously a million, half a million dollars is life changing money, but if we're talking like. I literally have no other way. Like I'm, I'm broke. This is the only way I'm going to survive life is if I win this half a million dollars, I could probably go for a while, but short of that, I, I think I'm probably tapping out in like 30 days. I just, I don't think I would make it forever long. That's fair. So, yeah. Well, the now, uh, only, only other question I have for you is, uh, do you think you can make it longer than me and why either way? Um, Yeah. I I recognize that I would probably not make it longer than you. No, I really, I, I really figured you probably would say yes. I feel confident you would you would make it longer than me. You're much more comfortable with the uncomfortableness of things than I am. Um, yeah. So no, I don't think I would. I I think you would probably beat me. I'm assuming you feel the same way. I. I do think I would beat you. I don't think it would be by as much as I initially would think. Yeah. Uh, but I do think I would, because I think you you do have a lot of resiliency to yourself as a person. So I think, like you said, if you can get over that first night and all mm-hmm. the unknown, I yeah. think you're I think you're more resilient than probably you even think you are. So I think you'd probably make it further than you think you would. I think I would beat you just simply because, like you said, I'm I tend to be comfortable in the uncomfortable or maybe even not at first, but like I'm, I'm able to find comfort in uncomfortable Mm -hmm. situations easier than most people. So, yeah. Um, plus I just think like, I think your sunburn would catch up with you, you know? (laughs) Well, we're in the middle of the rainforest. Hopefully it's not, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. If we're, yeah, if we're going somewhere where it's, where it's hot or I'm dealing with the sun, I'm, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm making it two weeks, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. And especially because sunscreen is specifically listed as one of the uh, not allowed items. Yep. So that would be a significant problem for Logan. Yep. That's when I was scrolling through and I saw the 
like the not allowed items and I saw sunscreen, I was like, well, it was fun to think about Logan, <laughs> but I'm like, we've been to, we've been to too many sporting games that uh, mm-hmm. we barely made it through because you forgot sunscreen. Yeah. I was like, there's no way he's making it in a desert setting or something like no way. If it, if it wasn't for that stupid hour and a half pregames, I'd be okay. It's the fact that I would sit there in an hour and a half roasting before the game even starts. That's true. That's true. That's when it's dumb. All right. I think that's all I got for you. Yeah, that's all I got. I mean, I didn't have anything prepared because that wasn't my job. Exactly. It was my job. All right. Well, this was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I like that one. Thanks. I I think I've got something for you. I don't know if we're going to do it next. We haven't really talked about what our next episode is yet, but we've got a few coming up here. But I've got one that will slip in for you that I'll surprise you and you won't know what's coming. I love it. All right, guys. Leave us comments on our socials. Uh, tell us what you're bringing. Give us your list of ten, and uh, let's see who can survive the longest. So I, I would love to see. I have a few friends that I know do listen to this podcast occasionally. Um, <laughs> I hope listen to this one because I know one in particular would definitely make it longer than I would. Yeah. Um, or me or you. So right. They would definitely right. make it quite a while. Um, but yeah, hit us up on Twitter tru underscore pod on Reddit r slash tru podcast and on Facebook just search talk record upload. Uh, we'll come up it. there. Hit us up on any of those. Let us know what you think. I'd love to see your read your list and hear about it. Also, let us know if you have any uh, requests for episodes coming up. Yes, please. Uh, we're still looking for any suggestions for uh, stories from history. We've got another episode of stories from history coming up relatively soon, I would say. Uh, yeah. We haven't slotted it in exactly, but uh, we're always looking for suggestions on that one as well. Yep. Um, as well as Logan versus Steve uh, yeah. suggestions. Yep. Um, yeah, let us know. Hit us up on our socials. Or if you know yeah, us, just talk to us in person. Right. Or go to our socials. Yeah. Exactly. Please. All right, it's been fun. Has been. 